We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, it's been a kind of a glowing offseason, justified or not. Like, people like the draft, like trading up for Jamison Williams, got Aiden Hutchinson. They didn't really suffer until now. Any major injuries during the uh, training camp. Everybody loves Dan Campbell, hard knocks. It was, oh, everything was beautiful. Now, this week, the Eagles are coming to town. Good Eagles team. They won last year against the Lions 44-6. I was reading some Eagles stories today, and they think they're much better that they thoroughly upgraded their defense, Jordan Davis, N'Kobe Dean, and others. They went and got A.J. Brown, who supposedly, because Jalen Hurts likes to run around a lot and holds onto the ball too long at times. A.J. Brown, they think, will save that, save them in that regard. They've moved up to four-and-a-half-point favorite, and the thing that the Eagles are really strong the place they're strong is the defensive line. The place the Lions are supposed to be strong is the offensive line. Big Vitae is out. His backup is injured. Kramer. And now Frank Ragnow has shown up on the injury list without no practicing. Uh, I, I do not believe he's been ruled out, but he was well, not practicing. He was restricted, limited practice yesterday, did not practice today with a groin injury, and he did, according to Dave Burkett, go through the walkthrough, which Burkett said that was good news for Lions fans. So maybe Frank's going to be able to gut it out, but it seems very Lions-like that there's so much optimism, so much positivity. Even I'm buying in. I think they could be a wild card-ish team and then three days before the game, all these injuries start to happen. The one the one thing that people have been absolutely banking on, I mean, you still don't know about golf and that defense, but the ah, the offensive line, yep. ah, we're going to malt. I don't care how good the Eagles are. We're going to maul them, and you could be without two of your starters. Now, just simply asking, does that take the glow off at all, or are you still – you, you're not uh-ohing yet. You're still super excited about the sold-out game on Sunday, which you should be. Yeah, absolutely. You should be, but it's I'm not. It's not the one thing. Like, golf getting injured would be the one thing that you that probably could overcome. Right. But um, but I, it makes me rethink what I was going to pick. Okay, but think about game. it this way. The spread's gone up a half a point. Not a big deal. The offensive line is still pretty damn deep. You still have solutions for at least a Vitae injury. Now, if Ragnow doesn't play, that's a biggie. He calls the offensive plays, right? He's the leader, the center. He runs that O-line. That's a big deal. So hopefully Frank Ragnow can gut through it. But I'm not quite sure it's time to press the panic button. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for this game. I reacted to it yesterday right after the Tiger game. I'm like, man, this feels like SOL. Then I had a night to sleep on it. I'm still confident they could play well on Sunday. I'm not picking them to win, but it should be a very close football game. Eagles are a good team. Eagles are a good team, but they, you know what? They're they still have questions about Jalen Hurts. 
agree. They, they, I mean, lots of questions about his uh, hanging on to the ball too long, like I've said, not throwing the ball over the middle or uh, deep over the middle. So they're not I'm reading the Philadelphia stuff. They're, they're not thinking this is uh, – well, the predictions I saw had the Eagles winning like 24-21 or something like that. So don't jump off or anything, but it's just like – that's pain in the ass. Yeah, it that's what sucks. it is. It's the pain it does, in the groin, apparently. Yes, for Frank Rag. Now, it does feel like same old Lions. However, a guy on the morning show, and he works over at WIP, which Whip. is the Odyssey station in Philly. Uh-huh. He had a really interesting comment to Stoney and Jansen today. Oh, what? He said, and I'm paraphrasing, that he believes that Dan Campbell and the Lions are more prepared for an opener because they did not have a country club training camp like the Eagles and Nick Sirianni had. Oh. So maybe the Lions will be able to, at least in the first game, out-toughen the Philadelphia So, so that's a knock on Sirianni? That I mean, I guess so. He's soft. Okay. Country club living, taking All it too right. easy on the players, where, as we know, Dan Campbell begged his players saying, listen, all I think about you is every day. We're going to go hard today. We're going to go live. Yeah, but I don't think he was ruthless. Or people actually didn't say he was. Uh, let's go to the phone, shall we? At 248-539-9797. Also, the ticket text. Let's go to Dave. You're on 97. Won the ticket. Hello there, David. Gentlemen, how are you? Hey, Good. Dave. What's happening? I, I got two comments to make. One, and one is what you just talked about, but the other is on the Stafford thing. And nobody's brought it up. Hmm. And this is exactly how I felt when he asked to be traded. He bailed. On the town, he bailed on the Lions, he bailed on the fans. He basically said, I've had it, it's too tough, can't do it. I don't remember Steve Eiserman when they were getting their, you know, hitting a wall every year in the 90s asking to leave town, or Isaiah Thomas asking to get traded to the Lakers when they were losing to Boston uh, every year until they finally broke through. Dan Campbell made a statement, I don't know if it was on Hard Knocks or not, where he said, you know, one of the greatest feelings that we can ever have or accomplish is to bring this town a championship and break through this losing. And I'm paraphrasing that, but that's exactly right. I mean, why are we celebrating a guy who bailed on us? Well, I don't okay, understand it. Dave, I would say this. I think most people not only understood, but endorsed the idea of starting over. I mean, I know I yeah, did. Yeah, it didn't work in 12 years. But, Dave, you asked right. the question, why are we celebrating him? I'm not. Wojo isn't. But I think it's obvious why people are celebrating him, because you're starved for a winner. And we've never had a good football team, with the exception of the one time you went to the NFC title game. So Stafford was the closest thing you had to actual winning yourself, which I've always thought was pathetic. But we acted the same way when Verlander left town and Scherzer and everybody else. There's something about Detroit yeah. that you leave here and fans still root for you like you're still a Detroit athlete. But Listen, I, I like Stafford. He's a good guy, yes. I like his family. I admire his wife. She's very loyal. She stands up for him. You know, And, and, and quite frankly, it, I was happy to get the draft capital. I was endorsing... Uh, uh, I'm not against the trade at right. all. It's just, I'm not going to celebrate a guy who's no longer on our team. I'm sorry. There! Sanity! I love it, Dave. Woo! Remember the good times? We went from the k to sanity. Remember the good yeah. times? What good times? Last year, November, 
when Stafford threw pick sixes in like three or four consecutive games. Oh, yeah. And then that game against the Niners where Niner fans invaded SoFi Mm -hmm. and Kelly Stafford threw a pretzel at one of them. Oh, yes. Yes, I do remember (laughs) that. That was fun. Uh, You remember that one time? That was great. All right. uh, Ticket text real quick. The Lions injuries don't phase me at all. Eagles minus three and a half is the easiest money I'll ever make, no matter who lines up for the Honolulu Blue. Have you looked around like the so national? He's saying he's choosing the Eagles. Yeah. Have you looked around and I, I think, I think the Eagles are getting the majority of the money. I think because the spread they has are. gone up. Yeah, they are. But every national pundit says the same thing about the Lions, and Which maybe they just say because there's nothing nice to say. Mm-hmm. So they just say they're going to be a pain in the ass. They're going to be in every game, which in Detroit, I guess, is a win, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they will be a pain in the ass. I still I still don't know about that defense. We, we'll need to see. 248-539-9797 and more. The Woe Join Rieger Show on 971 The Ticket. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.